Hey, this is the Bud Man, and you're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio on News Radio WFLA Orlando. Now to our studio and your host, local real estate expert and my friend, Laura Peterson. Good morning, everybody, and I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. To discuss the sale of your home, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So lots of great stuff to go over um, this week. There's a lot of things that are happening in real estate, and I think all of them are good from the standpoint of just really looking at what's going on in the market and what the availability and all that kind of stuff is. Um, Inventory is up, so for the buyers out there, that's a good thing. And it's not necessarily bad for sellers because what the scoop is is that it's just giving people more options. Basically, close to the same number of homes are selling, so um, it's really not affecting that in any way, shape, or form. So, um, you know, prices are adjusting a little bit, just a tad, what we're going to see on this week when we go over the stats. But really, everything is looking good. And, um, you know, some stuff's going on in Orange County in regards to some things that are going to be on the ballot in regards to rent control and if that's something that we want to consider. So I wanted to talk about that a little bit. So there's just, like I said, there's a lot going on in the world of real estate. And I think that it's just good for everybody to be informed. So starting out with our stats, like we always do, um, looking at last week, basically the numbers were um, down a little bit, 471 houses versus the week before was 530. Now, the thing is, is that the end of the week was on a Monday. So a lot of people tried to get it done on a Friday. And so as a result of that, that kind of um, skewed things a little bit. The median price of single family homes went down from four to four twelve. It was four twenty the week before, so a little bit of a change in that. Again, um, you know, about five hundred houses that were sold last week that would kind of uh, show us a little bit in regards to what was going on. And when you're looking at basically um, the price ranges and everything in regards to what's happening there, there were fifty six homes that sold 57 actually that sold under 250,000 there were 35 between 250 and 300 uh, 124 between 3 and 400 between 400 and 500 there were 96 and then 500 to a million there were 136 and so over a million were 23 so the biggest category of where homes sold last week actually were 500 to a million but you know in some of our other categories we've only got you know, 100,000 or 50,000. So it does make it skewed a little bit. So basically, if you were looking at the 250 to 400 range, you know, that would definitely beat out that category and everything. So, but there is a healthy amount in regards to that upper price range or upper middle price range and everything in regards to what you're looking at. The inventory has gone up significantly from a few months ago. We used to be talking about in the 18, 1900s of homes that were on the market. And right now we're at 49.52. So that's up significantly as well. Um, and like I said earlier in the show, you know, basically it comes down to that there are more choices and everything for everybody available. So that's what the scoop is there. So that's always 
you know, good to know and everything. So as a buyer, if you were out there and you were struggling to find a house, it might not be as difficult as it was a few months ago. And as sellers, you know, you just have to put your best foot forward. Um, a few months ago, you could just put your house on the market and it really didn't make too much of a difference, you know, what price you put at it because you were going to get offers regardless. Maybe they'd be under, maybe they'd be over, you know, whatever. But basically, you know, people could just kind of, you know, put their dream out there, what they wanted to get for their house and a lot of times that they got it. And so as a result of that, now, you know, you do have to price it competitively. You do have to have your best foot forward and everything. And we never stopped doing those things when the market was really hot. We continued to do everything that we could. And as a result of that, we were able to put about eight to 10% more in our seller's pockets than um, the average realtor because we were able to, you know, work that market with doing all of our marketing instead of just throwing it out there. And so, um, you know, it always helps when you just continue to do the right thing, in my opinion, and that's what we strive to do. So um, when you're looking at fine, uh, price to um, asking price to sales price to see where they're at, they're at, you know, a few months ago, again, everything was pretty much a little bit over asking, um, but now there's nobody over asking any of these categories today, but they're all still fairly close. So under 250,000 they're at 97.3%. Um 250 to 300 it's 99.91 so almost at asking. 300 to 400 is at 99.27. 400 to 500 is at 99.48 and 500 to a million is at 99.1 and um then over a million's at 94.65. So always in that upper category and everything, there's a little bit more room and everything usually. Um, so that's what the scoop is. And looking at the months of inventory, um, I, you know, it's 2.43 overall. In many of the categories, they're under two, up to 400,000. Then you've got 2.77, 500 to a million, you've got three months, and you've got over a five months in over a million. So you can see that with all of that going on, that there definitely are some definite um, situations and everything out there that are going to allow you to get um, a better price on that property over a million because there's more um, inventory and everything out there, supply and demand. So if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. And at, you remember that you can get in touch with us at your home sold guaranteed realty at 407 566 2555. That's 407-566-2555. So now looking at condos, townhouses, and villas to see kind of where they stack up and everything um, on that, their inventory, actually uh, the sale of them um, went, I'm sorry, the sales of those properties went to 170 from 185 the week before. So pretty close, not down too much. Um, the uh, median price actually increased to 275, and that's an increase of 4.8%. And so, when you're looking at that across the board, because the median price is 275, obviously you're going to have the majority of them under 250. So, in that category, there was 74 under 250, 23, 250 to 300, 50 between 3 and 400. 
11 between four and 500, 10 between 500 and a million, and two of them over a million. So looking at the inventory there, you've actually got 1,482 on the market, which is 2.01 month supply. So remember when we were looking at the single family homes, we had 2.43 overall. So basically, you know, it's pretty close, but definitely a little bit different. And when you're looking at the price to asking price to selling price, basically, um, you know, there overall, um, there were a couple categories that were a little bit over asking, but overall it's 99.5%. Under 250 was 99.17. 250 to 300 was 98.27. 300 to 400 was 100.17. 400 to 500 is 100.85. 500 to a million was 99.52. And over a million was 98.4. So you have to remember that when you're going out there and you're making offers on properties and looking at them and that kind of thing, and you're thinking, okay, can I really um, offer a lot less on this property and get it? Well, in this market, you might be able to try it and then you might get another a, a chance to do something different. But a lot of times we're not able to do that. Um, and you know, sometimes, um, you know, it's like, you're going to have to come up closer to the asking price. And this is obviously when the seller has it priced at market and everything is usually what's going on in this case as well. So what I'm trying to say is that there's a lot of opportunity out there. The market isn't going for bargains and that kind of stuff. I mean, there are the occasional one and that kind of thing out there, but in the most part, you know, asking price is what you've got to pay. So in order to get in touch with us, you can call 407-566-2555. You can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com and we'll see you after the break. You're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio with local expert and my friend, Laura Peterson. And now here's Laura. Welcome back, everybody. Um, I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And to discuss the sale of your home, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So one of the big things that's in the news this week is basically um, something that's going to go in the ballot on Orange County. And the Orange County Commission put a measure to cap rent increases on the ballot. So, um, you know, I know that if you're a renter, you know, you're basically going, yeah, this is great. And if you're a landlord or an owner of a property, you're going, well, I'm not sure about this and everything. And I think that, you know, the unfortunate thing to me is when it comes down to it and people are looking at these things and voting on them and everything, that it's, it's like, I think that everybody needs to be educated in regards to what exactly is going on and, and all of that kind of thing. And um, so, you know, a lot of times people vote based on, you know, what they think is best for them at that moment, and they're not always looking long term. And so I think that it's always good to definitely look at everything and and know what you're voting for and all of those kinds of things. So so basically the Orange County Commission, you know, put a measure to put it on the ballot for everybody to vote instead of them making the decision. And honestly, I don't know if this is something that they have to put on the ballot or how that works. And maybe I should know that, but I don't. But 
but basically, um, you know, when it comes down to it and, and I was, and I have another article, um, that says that the average cost for a one bedroom apartment in the nation is 1769 right now. So it, it shows that there was a 39% year to year increase from the average monthly cost. Um, and the average um, two-bedroom in August is 2105. That was a 38% increase year over year. Now, these are national figures. These are not local figures. So I wanted to look into it a little bit. And so I did pull up um, to see what our average cost is in Orlando right now. And so I did pull up the one-bedroom apartments in Orange County, just looking at Orange County here, and I found that there are um, the, the the least expensive one-bedroom condo uh, condo apartment to rent is $850. So I don't know if these are apartments or villas or what they are, but more than likely there's some kind of an apartment or renting a condo or something. The most expensive is $2,300 for a one-bedroom, and the Average is sixteen forty six, and the median is seventeen hundred, and it was seventeen sixty nine nationally. So we are below the national average, you know, in regards to that. When you're looking at either average or median, because our average was sixteen forty six, like I said, and our median was seventeen hundred, but there has been quite an d- increase in in rents. And, um, you know, I was just reading an article last week, and I think I talked about it on the show, but I'm not sure that um, basically what it comes down to is that there are some, um, some things in the market that are making things that, that the rents are probably going to go down a little bit or not increase as much. And the number one thing is basically that there's a lot of people that have come to our area that are looking, that are renting because they can live wherever they want to, because they can do remote work and that kind of thing. And, um, now with, um, a lot of companies are requiring, yeah, you can work from home, but you do have to come in the office two days a week. And, And so that is going to definitely prohibit a lot of people from actually living in Florida if they still want their job in New York or New Jersey or something like that. They're going to have to decide if they're going to move to Florida permanently or if they're going to move back to New York because commuting those two days probably isn't going to make sense. So that would be something that that could, you know, affect it and everything. And then the second thing that's going on is that there are a lot of more apartments and rental properties that are available. And so when they become available, then obviously um, the landlords aren't going to get as much rent as they thought. And so they're going to have to reduce the prices. So again, it comes down to supply and demand. So when you let the market work it out, I think it's awesome because it's going to go up a little bit here. It's going to go down a little bit there and it's always going to average out and be what it should be. It's kind of like, in my opinion, you know, when you're pricing your property for the market, um, if you put it on the market at too low, you're going to get a lot of offers and it's going to bring it up to market price. If you put it on the market at too high, um, you're going to have to do those price reductions or you're going to get offers that are way below because people are looking at what they can, they're comparing apples to apples. I can buy this house for that amount of money, or I can buy your house for 20,000 more and 
it's not worth it. I'm going to offer you the 20000 less and see if you'll take it and that kind of thing. But if you don't, then I'm going to go to that other house. And it's the same thing with apartments and that kind of thing, too. So you do have that opportunity and that option or whatever, you know, when it comes to it, that when you're looking in your budget, you know, figuring out what you can basically do. But if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. If you want to reach us, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So looking at this list where the average cost for one-bedroom apartments, like I said, is $1,769, which does seem outlandish. Um, basically, it went up 39% in the last year. And looking at the most expensive top 100 rental s- cities in Florida, we actually um, fall um, nationwide at number 79 and in Orlando. And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, excuse me, 12. We're 13th in the list when it comes to um, the most expensive, actually in Florida. Sorry about that. Um, they've just got a list with all of the cities and, and what's most expensive and everything. Um, and they've just got the Florida ones, but when, what number they rank nationally. So we're 13th in the list in regards to Florida. And we are 79th in the list in regards to um, rental cities in in the U.S., you know, the, as far as that goes. So, um, yes, there has been increasing. There's been a lot more population. Um, there's been a lot of things going on that the county and the cities and everything have been trying to do for quite some time that they know that the that the number of housing units is not what it needs to be. And that's why you see the construction everywhere that you go. I don't think that you can drive for probably more than 15 to 20 minutes and not see some kind of construction going on somewhere and in the areas where everything's all built out you're seeing it in the roads because the people are going to those areas so you know it's like if you live in Orange County like I do um, basically this measure is on there that they want to limit the increase to 10% is what they want to do you know for the next year and that's what they want to do. So, you know, the thing is, is that Orange County is surrounded by a lot of other counties. And so if people, you know, can't get it in Orange County, you know, maybe they're going to go to another county. Maybe they'll go to Osceola, Seminole, Lake, you know, um, Polk, Volusia. They're going to go to another county, just drive a little bit further. That's what they do in houses. And so um, that's something that basically, you know, Orange County does have to keep in mind when they're doing that, that people are going to go other places. It says that um, this measure is supposed to be for one year. And, um, and that's, that's my understanding of it. And, but, you know, one year, maybe enough to to get things rocking and rolling but a lot of times you know when something like this goes into place it then gets extended another year and another year and another year and then you end yourself up in um, some somewhat of a pickle so you don't want to have it that the landlord then says well I'm just going to let my place get run down or something like that or I'm going to sell it because I can't get the rent out of it and I can make more in selling it and so you're going to have a lot of situations there that may not change the inventory at all it's not going to decrease the prices and as the as the prices decrease other places Orange County might not go down as fast so 
I think there's pluses and minuses to both sides. I am definitely not, I would, I like the free market to figure it out, but I know everybody has their two cents on this. So in order to get in touch with us, you can call 407-566-2555. You can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com and we'll see you after the break. You're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio with local expert and my friend, Laura Peterson. And now, here's Laura. Welcome back, everybody. I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And in order to discuss the sale of your home, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So I know in the last segment, I was talking about the potential rent control um, ballot thing that's going to be on the ballot in November. And um, if it's passed, it can go into effect, you know, fairly quickly after, after the vote. So I just think that it's definitely important for everybody to look at all sides of it. um, When you're before you go to the ballot box, and I hope everybody does go vote and everything. But I think that um, it's something that you definitely want to look at. And so it's to cap rent increases. And I believe the amount that they're trying to it, to cap it at is 9.8%. And um, so that was uh, equal to the increase of the consumer price index for a 12 month span, which ended June 30th. So that's what they're that's what they're trying to do. But you know, it's like everything else in our society and everything like it goes by supply and demand right and rent is the same way and housing units and that kind of stuff are the same way so there are a lot of things that are in the works right now to ease the lack of inventory that are out there and like I mentioned in the first segment that our inventory of homes and condos is up double from just a few months ago. So it's not necessarily that a, that a less properties are being sold. What's going on is that actually um, more proper, more people are deciding that they're okay with selling. And so as a result of that, you know, there is more inventory. There is a little bit of, um, you know, room in the prices and that kind of thing. So it's something that I think everybody just needs to to look at. And, and it's like sometimes it's hard for our own situations. I mean, it's hard when you go to the gas tank and you used to fill your tank for 50 bucks and then it went up to like 90 bucks and that now it's back down to 80 bucks or whatever, or 70, I think it was the other day when I filled it. But basically, you know, it's like when you're when you're doing it, I mean, all of that stuff affects us on a consistent basis and rents are no different. So I hate to have the controls on there that that might um, limit um, new properties being built that might actually put a squeeze on the investors that are buying property. So it might actually make it less properties that are available in Orange County overall. And that would be a tragedy. And you know, people do have a choice when they own those properties, if they're going to rent them or if they can sell them. And, you know, they're in the 2000s, early, mid-2000s, what they did with a lot of the rental communities is that they actually converted them to condos. And so you had to buy them instead of renting them. And so that caused a bit of a glut in the rental inventory of, uh, not a glut, but a shortage in the rental in uh um, community at that point in time. So I think it's just something that you need to look at and know and just really think of it and look at it from all sides instead of looking at just from your own individual 
Um, I've got to pay more rent and how am I going to figure it out? Because essentially everybody does figure it out. You know, it's like it's maybe you have to get a roommate for a period of time or something. And and um, like they said in in this uh, thing that I was reading in regards to putting that on the ballot, that they they tried to combat a lot of the increases in the rent with a lot of public assistance that was given to people as a result of COVID. So, you know, it would almost be better to do something like that than to have those caps, I think. But um, that's my opinion. And uh, you have to come up with your own when you go into the voting box and everything like that. So um, basically, when uh, you're looking at the market right now, and looking at interest rates and everything, and that's another big thing that people are concerned about today. And they're like, oh, the interest rates are so much higher. Well, last week, they actually went down below 5% again. And um, so, you know, they're kind of like on a little roller coaster going up and down. And whatever the Fed does, I mean, that's going to affect them long term, but short term, um, you know, not so much necessarily, but they do vary on a daily basis in regards to what's going on. So I think that the thing to look at is just like what's going to look at work for you. And most people look at everything from a da- from a monthly payment, you know, what they're going to have to pay. And even at 5%, when you're looking at the rents and everything, a one bedroom, if the average in our area is somewhere around um, 1600 1650 or whatever, then basically the bottom line is, is that, um, you know, you can have a nice mortgage for that price at 5%. So there are a lot of options and that kind of thing out there that I think everybody should consider and look at, and it might be something to, to look at. I also heard, um, you know, quite a few people and they were saying that, hey, and that, you know, if you want to get a place and you can get in it now and that's going to be where you want to live and you have the opportunity to do it, you should do it if that's the right decision for you, if you're going to save money because of rent or if it just is that's where you want to be, you want to start doing things with your house and make it your own, then it's a good opportunity to do that. Um, If the interest rates do go down again to the 3% or so, which they were a few months ago, then you can always refinance. And so you can get that rate and everything again. So it doesn't mean that you're never going to be able to get it, but they were historically low. So you never know. Um, You know, like I said before, dating myself, you know, the first place I bought was at 11%. And, um, you know, I thought that was a good rate because it was blended with the 15% that was going on out there. So there's always opportunities out there and you just have to look at what's the right situation for you and what's going to make it work. But if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. You can reach us at your home sold guaranteed realty at 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So the next question that a lot of people are asking is they're like, will housing prices go down? And the answer to that is, I don't know that that there's no crystal ball from all indications and everything like that. I think our worst case scenario 
that I would see in Central Florida is they would maybe go down to January of 2022 prices. Um, you know, we had quite a jump here in the last few months. And so they might go back a little bit, but they're not going to go back significantly. So when you're looking at that, um, you know, and you're looking at what was going on in December and January and all those kinds of things, the prices were maybe um, four or 5% higher. So they might go down to that, but they're not going to go down like, 50% like they did in 2007, 8, 9, 10, and all that kind of stuff. I think that they're just going to take a slight correction potentially because we have more inventory and everything now. And so that's, that seems to be what's, what's happening because the demand is still there. Like I said, the number of homes that are selling is still significantly very close to where we have been in the past. And so when you're looking at that, you're just going, okay, well, that makes sense that that it's like if you look at a year over year, the number of properties that are selling that hasn't really changed. So the prices are going to stay, you know, pretty consistent and everything in there. Now, there are some people that need to sell. And so as a result of that, they might cut their prices more than somebody else. So there's going to be people that get bargains out there. And there are those those kinds of things that are happening as well. And then the next question is, you know, is it a good time to list? And, you know, it still is a seller's market. An average market is basically six months supply, four to six months supply. And we're at like two, I think it is somewhere around there. So we might be like 2.3 months of supply or something like that. So basically the bottom line is, is that there are lots of opportunities out there for, um, you know, you to get a, a good price on your home if you need to do it. And the thing that you got to remember is that if you're moving somewhere else, you're going to sell high and you're going to buy high. But basically the bottom line is, is that what's the net? What's the difference that you're going to make? You know, is it that you're going to put so much in your pocket? and then you're going to have that for a down payment. You might actually lower your payment because of the way that you structure it and everything like that. So I think that there's a, a lot of opportunities and everything out there, whether you're a buyer or a seller. And so I would say at least look into it. You can always decide not to do it, but there's no fee to ask. So in order to get in touch with us, you can call 407-566-2555. You can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com and we'll see you after the break. You're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio with local expert and my friend Laura Peterson. And now, here's Laura. Welcome back, everybody. I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And to discuss the sale of your home, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So, um, Basically, you know, we have our free report and, uh, you know, I've been talking a lot about buyers and sellers and everything this morning. So I thought this one was a good one. Six things you must know before you buy. And this could be for a buyer or a seller because um, basically if you're going to sell your home, you might need a new place to go. And so it would be a great report for you. So in order to get it, all you have to do is call 833-535-8081 extension 1004. Again, that's 833-535-8081, extension 1004. So again, it's six things that you must know before you buy. And um, this is basically a lot about mortgages and that kind of stuff when it comes down to it. And, um, you know, one thing that it talks about on here is that it says, know them what monthly dollar amount 
you feel comfortable committing to. And I feel very strongly about this, that that's something that um, almost everybody really looks at. And it, and, you know, sometimes when you're looking at your housing expenses, you're thinking, okay, I want to, you know, get something that I'm really comfortable with because I want to do other things. You know, maybe it's that you want to do something with the kids or the grandkids. Um, maybe it's something that you want to travel. You know, there's all kinds of other things that you might want to do with your money. And some people want to sink it all into their house because that is their entertainment and where everything happens. So, um, you know, it's like basically it comes down to it, you know, everybody needs are different and thoughts are different and lifestyles are different and so that's why there's all kinds of different houses and everything that are available for people and so you know you just really need to look and know what you want to do and then you know we'll definitely help you achieve those goals is what it comes down to and so that's the first thing that you want to do is you want to you want to know how much you want to spend on it. And then you can, um, you know, obviously make sure that you're pre-approved for that amount or what you need to do. And one of the things that I, I know always kind of hurts some people is that car payment or something like that that comes into play because those get expensive really quick. And there are regulations that that suggest and and actually require in certain loans that you can only have total debt amounting to i some of them are 28% well 28% and the other ones are like 32 that 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 includes your house payment and your car payment and everything like that cannot exceed that amount of your income so some people get um you know they're their, their spending power is a little bit less than what they expected because of that car payment that's out there. And so you just want to make sure that you're checking with a mortgage lender and we can obviously put you in touch with somebody that can make sure that you're looking at the right thing for you and you're getting what you want to have done. Um, one of the things what, that it says in here that you want to look at what your long-term goals are and expected situations to determine the type of mortgage that will best fit your needs. And because the interest rates have increased a little bit, there are different mortgage products that are out there. They're not just conventional. Um, there are some adjustable rate mortgages and that kind of thing that are out there as well. So there's different situations that might fit, fit your category different than others. So you want to make sure that you know absolutely, you know, what's going on. Um, in today's day and age, there aren't prepayment um, qualifications or penalties, but in the past there has been, and on some loans there might be. So you just want to make sure that, again, whatever your future needs are, that you know absolutely um, what your needs are when they're coming to your housing to make sure that everything's um, ready to go. And I spoke to a gentleman a week or so ago that was actually in trouble from the standpoint of the forbearance, and they really didn't realize, you know, what it was going to do to them. And so it was an unfortunate situation, but they they had taken advantage of the forbearance. And what that is, is that they didn't have to pay their mortgage for a year during COVID. 
and now they're paying the repercussions for it. They were able to get it refinanced and everything, um, and the par- parts that they didn't pay were actually added onto their loan, but their their loan payment went up 300 to $400 a month. I think it was four, and so it was uncomfortable for them and something that they didn't want to hang on to. So whatever you're doing with your mortgage, you know, it's something that you definitely want to look at and know, and even though something may be offered to you, you want to see what the long-term repercussions or whatever are from it and that's a lot of the things that that this report goes into so again it's called um, six things you must know before you buy and in order to get this report all you have to do is call 833-535-8081 extension 1004 and you can leave your address or email address and we'll get it right off to you so again it's 833-535-8081 8081 extension 1004. So now we've come to the time in the show where we're going to talk to you about a couple of properties that are out there that we think are great ones that you should consider if you're out there and in this kind of a market. And we actually have two condos in the Hamptons in Metro West. One of them is a two bedroom, two bath, and the other one is a three bedroom, two bath. So um, I'll go through the 2-2 as first, and it's 1,160 square feet, and it's on the ground floor with a one-car garage, and so in the, ha- in, uh, the Hamptons, they actually do have 24-hour security guard gated community, and they have uh, 4,000 feet of a fitness center, two swimming pools, hot tubs, indoor basketball court, fishing pier, and boat ramp. And this is kind of in the heart of Metro West, if you don't know where the Hamptons are. So that's a great um, property that's out there for a two-bedroom, two-bath. The price is two forty-five. dollars So um, I think that that's a, that's a great opportunity for somebody that wants a, a, a ground floor. And then uh, the three-bedroom, two-bath is actually on the lakefront, and this also has a one-car garage attached to the building. It's newly renovated, freshly painted walls and ceilings, the garage walls and the floor, brand-new kitchen appliances, new garbage disposal and kitchen faucet, two new um, bathroom sinks, and the list goes on and on air conditioner being a very important thing that's included in this and so um, this one like I said is a three bedroom two bath and it is um, for 253.8 so for a two bedroom two bath you can get it for 245 and for a three bedroom two bath you can get it for 253.8 and they both come with garages and so that's a great thing and uh you know, the Hamptons and Metro West is definitely a nice area, a place where, you know, a lot of people like to call home. It's obviously close to a lot of things, and uh, the 24-hour man gate is definitely something that that uh, appeals to a lot of people. Um, both of them are, you know, move-in ready condition. Um, they've been um, owned by an investor for a number of years, and now they're selling. So there are... Um, definite um, great rental opportunities and everything there at the Hamptons as well. And uh, so if you are an investor and thinking that this is some place that you want to get people into, then that's something that you can definitely, you know, do. So if you're interested, you know, just give us a call and we'll make sure that we can get you in there 
for your own private viewing and everything of them. Or if you have any other needs, then we're more than happy to help you with that as well. So when we started off the show, we were talking about our stats and a lot of the um, condos and villas, which these go into are right around that 250 mark. So like one at 245 and one at 253.8 gives you a lot of nice options and everything in order to make that happen. So um, basically, in order to get in touch with us, you can call 407-566-2555. You can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com. And I will see you next week. Have a great one, everybody. Bye-bye. <music>